From the courtroom to the tabloids, welcome to All Rise, the podcast that lets you be the jury. We will discuss and debate provocative celebrity news stories, court cases, political controversies, crime, and other hot topics of the day. With on-the-scene correspondence, officials directly related to the issue, and a panel of guests that will leave no evidence to the imagination, All Rise swears to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Your host, Dylan Howard. Two All Rise exclusive interviews. A rising sophomore at the University of Iowa, staying with her boyfriend in Brooklyn, Iowa. A close-knit farming community mysteriously disappears. It's been three weeks since Molly Tibbetts was last seen. Her family joins us for an exclusive interview as police refuse to explain their focus on a pig farm in the search for this missing student. Plus, the sister of Drew Peterson's former wife, Stacey Peterson, joins us with a sensational disclosure about the whereabouts of her sister's body. It's a blockbuster episode of All Rise, the only podcast with the guts to tell it like it is. Breaking news. A bombshell development in a case that has riveted the nation. That is missing Iowa college student Molly Tibbetts. Her father now declaring he believes she was taken by someone she knows and hopes she'll be returned safe and sound when the abductor realises they've made a mistake. Joining me on the line now is Scott Tibbetts, the brother of missing Molly Tibbetts, in an All Rise exclusive interview. Scott, thank you very much for your time at this very difficult moment for the family. Do you believe your sister is still alive? I do believe that she's still alive, and uh, I would think that the reason I can think that is just because I know her and I know how strong she is and I know the type of attitude she has, and she would never give up on anything. What do you think happened to your sister? I'm not sure. I don't want to speculate too much on that. I w- I'm still hoping for the best, though. Your sister is aged 20 years. She was last seen taking her daily jog nearly three weeks ago. Law enforcement have been very quiet about the details of this case and haven't confirmed whether they believe Molly was even abducted. Is law enforcement telling you what they know? Uh, They're telling us certain details, but they, they can't tell us everything because they wouldn't want us to compromise any leads that they have. So... We know that they have conducted a number of searches of a nearby pig farm. What have they told you with relation to that? Uh, they, they haven't told us a whole lot about that. We wouldn't share too much about it. We don't want to speculate a whole lot. This pig farmer has a history of stalking arrests, and he's been questioned twice in Molly's disappearance. Do you believe that he may have had something to do with it? I'm I'm on, I'm not sure. I don't want to put anything in or out. And yeah, that's another thing. I don't really want to, you know, say someone did it or someone didn't. I don't want to speculate too much on that. I'm confident in the authorities and I'll let them bring every detail to light. One of the other theories that has emerged is a neighbor who stepped forward to say that a black SUV was seen circling the area where your sister was staying on the night she vanished. Now, 
The driver, according to this neighbour, went slowly around the neighbourhood the night of July 18. According to a young woman who lives just a block away from the home of your sister's boyfriend, Dalton Jack, what light can you shed on that possible theory? Uh, I'm sure that they're telling the truth and what they saw. And, you know, the biggest takeaway from that is I'm glad that people are they're keeping their eyes open and they're finding things that are even just slightly odd and they're calling the number because that's the way the case is going to be solved is people finding number and creating leads because that's how the whole investigation is being driven. So the, the biggest takeaway for me from that is that somebody had their eyes open, they were thinking about the case and that they called the number when they saw something odd. So her boyfriend, Dalton Jack, the pair were living together for the summer. He has been publicly ruled out as a suspect by the police. There's a key piece of information I wanted to ask you about this, uh, Scott. Dalton has said that he saw and opened a Snapchat message from Molly at about 10 p.m. on July 18. The potential is that it could have been sent earlier. Authorities last say the last confirmed sighting of her was at 7.30 p.m. What did that Snapchat message show? Uh, We're not sure. You're not sure? You have not seen it? We're not sure. No. Do you want to see it? No. Why would you not want to see it? I, I'm sure they were just talking. And it, I'm sure it was regular conversation. It's not, yeah, she didn't send it to me, so I don't care to see it. Have you spoken to Dalton about the Snapchat message? Uh, the very first day we talked about it because we were just trying to figure out who talked to her last. And he said he opened a Snapchat from her at 10 p.m. that she had sent earlier. Do you agree with your dad that you think that potentially somebody might have kidnapped Molly, somebody who knew her? Uh, I, I'm not sure, honestly. I don't want to rule anything in or out, and I don't want to speculate too much on that detail. Understood. How's the family holding up? I, I, I can't imagine just a harrowing time this must be, especially when you get these false alarms of a body's found, and obviously it's thankful that it's not Molly, but... How are you guys holding up? I mean, obviously, it's been difficult. It's not an easy situation to be in. But the thing that I've, you know, it's really kept me going is the amount of support we've gotten from our community. And, you know, the thing that we keep saying to show that is the day after she went missing in our community of 1,400 people, there were 400 people here the, you know, the next day at 530 in the morning to help search the whole day. And, you know, there are people that, I don't know. I've never even met them. They were there helping, caring about the people in their community. So all the support has been absolutely incredible. Well, the reward for information about Molly is now in excess of $260,000, which is a record in part for the state of Iowa. My prayers are with you. My prayers are with her family. My prayers are with Molly. And one can only hope and pray that your sister is found safe and well. And Scott Tibbetts, I thank you very much for joining me on this podcast and continuing to raise awareness about the disappearance of your sister. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Scott. Coming up, a cold case breakthrough. Has Stacey Peterson's body been found by her sister? And why is law enforcement not moving to find the corpse? It's another All Rise exclusive.
stunning development in the case of Drew Peterson. Ring a bell? Remember, this was the retired police sergeant who is now accused of trying to hire a hitman from behind bars to take out the prosecutor who sent him to prison. Peterson was convicted in 2012 in the murder of his third wife, Kathleen Savio. Her death in 2004 was ruled, ruled accidental, but then that case was reopened when Peterson's fourth wife, Stacy, disappeared three years later. Peterson became the subject of national headlines and interest when his fourth wife, Stacy, went missing. The twisted saga that followed has played out like a Hollywood movie, and it's not over yet. Stacy Peterson has now been gone for 11 years. She was last seen on October 28, 2007, and reported missing the following day. The prime suspect in her disappearance, husband Drew Peterson, the same man who passed himself off as a serial marriage victim, unfairly suspected in the death of one wife and the disappearance of another. But there is a bombshell breakthrough that we can reveal on All Rise. And that is that Stacey Peterson's body has been found by her sister, who is now demanding her corpse be pulled from a canal to nail the wife killer Drew. Joining me on the line now is Cassandra Kales, the sister of Stacey Peterson. Cassandra, this is a stunning revelation. What have you discovered? You know, it's, thank you for having me. It's, it's not old news. It, it, my sister was discovered 22 days after she went missing and law enforcement wouldn't act upon the sonar images given to them. They disregarded them because it was, um, a volunteer sonar group that came out to offer their assistance. And the Illinois State Police would not take their acts and um, make them credible, I'm, I'm assuming. So let's explain this. What is sonar technology and how is it able to find the corpse and where is that corpse? Um, it's, sonar technology is basically uh, a piece of equipment that is used on boats. It's, it's almost like a fish finder. It shoots sound waves and through the water, and then when it hits it hits an object or something solid, it pings back, and it creates this signal or image. And basically what happened is this is the technology they used back in 2007, and what has happened, uh, there was cars found, lots of cars. You can, de you can decipher a car from a truck. Um, there was even a semi found. Um and law enforcement was more worried about pulling out the vehicles in the evenings when the media wasn't watching than retrieving my sister's body. And this is a sanitarian ship canal in Chicago? Yes, sir. So you believe that the remains of your sister are in this canal. What are you asking law enforcement to do at this hour? Uh, I don't believe that my sister is in that canal. I know she is, and I have... Now, I have more evidence than the sonar images from all the what evidence investigating. I, I don't really want to get into that, but I have I've done my own investigating. I've probably done more than law enforcement. I have um, statements from people. I have the images, and I and again, I've given all this information to law enforcement, 
and it just goes into deaf ears. And, you know, when I do go in there or try and talk to them, it's like I'm, I'm basically treated like I'm a criminal and it's, it's, it's aggravating and upsetting and, you know, they'll take the information and then they'll sit there and tell me, well, we can't tell you that we're going to do anything with it or not do anything with it. So Drew Peterson, your one-time brother-in-law, or indeed he still is your brother-in-law, is now 64. He's serving time for the murder of his third wife, Kathleen Savio. He's the prime suspect in the disappearance of your sister, Stacy. She was just 23 when she vanished in 2007. Have you had any communication with Drew since her disappearance? Um, I've written Drew a couple of letters. When I say a couple, I've actually written him one letter. What did you say in that letter? I just basically said that I stated how many days my sister was missing, and I stated how many days he's been incarcerated, and then I stated how many days it's been since I've seen her children, which his children as well. And I said that they were the closest thing to Stacy and that I would like visitation. And he wrote me back and basically said, no. When was this letter? You know, 2009, I believe. Do you intend to write to him again? No. What would you say to him today? Well, you know what? I will. I, I probably will write him again. Um, and that will be when I do retrieve her remains from the bottom of the canal. And how do you intend to be able to do that? If law enforcement will not move to pull her corpse from this canal where you say your sister is buried, how do you intend to do this? I intend to, which I'm already having to work, I intend to lose sonar and do another dive and retrieve her remains. And if I have to walk into law enforcement's headquarters with her remains in my hand, I will do so. Are you aggravated with law enforcement? Oh, absolutely. Ever since day one. Why do you think that they are not following up on this seemingly credible tip that you have? You know, I, I ask myself that all the time and I, I, I wish I knew. I don't know. Is it is it uh, the the code the uh, the brotherly thing where you protect one another or whatnot or I don't know it's just I it's a job to them it's their job so it's it's nine to five for them to to do their job or their paperwork or investigating and I can tell you that I there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think about my sister and it's twenty four hours a day and I do most of my stuff at night when it's quiet and my phone's not ringing and I sit there and review maps and everything and all the evidence that I have, timelines, me tracking and all of that stuff. And I can tell you every movement Drew made, October 28, 2007. And you've cashed out your 401k. You've spent $80,000 to conduct these sonar scans in the canal. How can people assist you in this hunt for justice? You know, I've, I've probably spent more than that. and I mean, I just, it's hard for me to ask people for help, but a lot of people want to help. So I created a GoFundMe. Basically, you can just log on to GoFundMe.com and type in Stacy Peterson. And then I, if you read that, I wrote that. And whenever I write, it's from my heart, the truth. And, um, 
and if people want to help, there it is. They can help. Um, the money doesn't go anywhere but to assist in my future search, which is already in the works. And I know in my heart that I will have answers and I will have my sister's remains brought home by the end of 2018. And the GoFundMe page is titled, Help Me Bring Stacy Peterson Home. The one consolation I will say to you is that Drew Peterson is not going to be a free man anytime soon. The wife killer was convicted for trying to hire an assassin to murder the man who put him behind bars, the state attorney, James Glasgow. That caper got him an additional 40 years in the slammer. That's no consolation to you, who, of course, wants to recover Stacey's body. Cassandra, thank you very much for being so candid. It's important that even after 11 years, we continue to shine a light on the mysterious death or the unsolved circumstances of the death of your sister. Thank you very much, Cassandra Kales, for joining us here on All Rise. Thank you. Drew Peterson, not eligible for parole until 2081. That's little consolation for the family of Stacey Peterson as they close in on trying to find her corpse. This has been All Rise, Episode 12, Season 1. The only podcast with the guts to tell it like it is.